Snarf. 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 And here comes the cat to steal my chicken. No. Uh-oh. Snarf. Snarf. Why, you know? <laughs> Hey, look what it is. It's a real podcast episode instead of a really long trial, but which Pete did last week for us while we were in Jamaica, and then I didn't put it up for another week because I just came from back back from Jamaica, and I was tired. Last week? I don't know. Yeah. Whenever Figuratively. Yeah. I mean, this is, I don't know. What, what day is this? This is Saturday, August 8th. Mm-hmm. It is 12.15 p.m., and it is Al and the Chupon waiting to tell you guys about why we're better than you. Exactly. On the Try Games on that podcast, episode 142. I'm Austin, the Chupon. This is Al. Antipode. The Antipode, yeah. And um, we are, we have a uh, few news stories today just because we're taking it easy and we're chilling and we're getting back into the groove of things. And, and summer's um, fucking slow. And summer is fucking slow. Yes, that is true. Um, because we haven't done trilobites, we meant to do some last week. We just ended up not doing them. So um, because I want to consume this chicken... Uh, that I that I broiled in the oven. I will let Al go first and talk about what what he's been praying. Um, let's see. It's been a, quite a few weeks, so um, I finished the world ends with you and its bonus stuff, which I'm playing through because I can't seem to put the game down. Um, I played a little bit of Igri Union. Game is getting pretty difficult because of just how the morale system works. It's basically like health but you don't ever get it back unless you use items that you could theoretically use to equip and make a character stronger. So the decision factor there is pretty tough. And then you have the capability of running out of items to increase your morale. And, well, I, I feel like I might be in that kind of situation, which basically means I need to play better. But uh, the game's pretty tough. Um, yeah. And this ca- this carries over, like, from mission to mission, like, you ran out of shit, and so, like, next mission you're down to, like, less shit. Yeah, um, you can get spoils from, you know, defeating enemies and they drop stuff, but a lot of other times, like, if you don't manage your moves correctly, because each card has a certain a number that tells you how many times you can move that turn, um, if you don't manage it correctly, you could get an item, drop right in front of you, and then the next enemy will come up to you and pick up that item. Kind of like, um, sort of like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yes, exactly. And... If the other enemy picks up the item, it doesn't guarantee that you'll get it from that enemy. So when you like, kill him. Right. Um, and, well, actually, I think that it, it guarantees that you don't get it at all because if certain enemies carry certain things and, like, you could steal them using a card. But, theoretically, if somebody picks up an item, I don't think that you can steal it because that character started out with no items. So I'm not sure how that works. Um, I finished Two Human... And um, that that game is still. I, I think it was too human. Yeah, it's too human. Too uh, human. Just a little bit too human. No. Um, I I thought the game was pretty fun at the end. Like it was manageable. I think I only died twice at the end, as opposed to like all the multiple times I died earlier. Did you say it was magical? Hmm. Did you say it was magical? No. Um. I think I said it was manageable. manageable. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going Google Voice on us. No. No. Um, let's see. 
I got my Street Fighter 4 controller, but I didn't get Street Fighter 4 because uh, GameStop had a sale, $20, and it only lasted one day. Although they said it was going to last a whole, like, five days. So, uh, you know, shit's on GameStop for that. But I did play uh, Super Street Fighter 2 HD Remix, and it feels great. So I like that. Um, play a little bit of Bionic Commando. Uh, I don't know, I'm taking my time with it. Like, I actually haven't really been playing it. But I pick it up every so often. And finally, I played Final Fantasy IV After Years because I downloaded the August episodes. But it, I don't know. Uh, the story I'm on right now is really slow. It's not really capturing my interest right now. But hopefully, it'll get better from the next time I play. Uh, what episode is it up to out of how many? Eight of the, uh, I guess, let's see, there's the three in the beginning. Yeah. And, I, yeah, that means there's five tales out of seven? I don't even remember. Basically, there's, um, uh, 369. Is it 369? 369? No. Hmm? There's a three? Uh? No, wait, wait, wait. There are the three Baby. episodes in the beginning. Three! Then there's the fourth one. See, I, I can't... It, it, it's difficult for me because I can't say the names because you don't want me to say the names of the oh, characters because they spoil around. Yeah. They don't spoil anything, really, but um, you don't want me to say it. So, um... I don't? Okay. You didn't. Because you think oh. it's a spoiler, but it's not. I told you it's not, but you're like, oh, it is. So I'm like, no. Um, I forgot. Yeah, don't say them. <laughs> so there's that one. That's one. That one is two. That one is three. That one is four, and that one is five. Uh, who's five? I am. No. Um, Dar. Darfur. I don't remember. Basically, I, there, I can complete ten episodes once I finish all of the the tales, and then there's the final episode that comes out next month. Okay, so so you're all, like the whole thing's almost done. Yeah, in September the last uh, episode comes out, which is um. The, the big finale, so that's uh, the 800.1. So it should oh. be as long as the first one. Oh. Yeah. And it'll oh. end up being like around 30 hours total. And I oh, think you can bad. import all of the finished games to the last one so that you can continue using your progress with the characters. And what you're supposed to be doing, I think, is you're supposed to continue leveling your characters because after you finish the story, then there's a bonus dungeon. But the mm -hmm. bonus dungeon is so tough that you basically if you mastered the bonus dungeon you would have really high level characters okay because it it it, it jumps it doesn't gradually get difficult from one level to another it's like it, say it, it dragon quests on you yeah pretty much like the first level is like maybe requires level 15 and then the second level the second you know second floor will require a level 35 or more accurately i should say it final fantasy 2 on famicom's you when you like walk a little bit too far, and they're like, "Hey, you can't win." That can't that's like Final Fantasy One, even like when you I go. Th it it, it sort of is, but it sort of isn't because like I've seen instances where, well, I, I think I, I bring up Final Fantasy Two, Final Fantasy Two only because it's like, um, I th I feel like in Final Fantasy One it's because of you know primitive programming and they didn't really consider where the tiles are supposed to be, and so there, there's some odd spaces where like. The tip of a peninsula will, will will throw you into like a giant slayer. Oh right, yeah. But in Final Fantasy two, it's like from the opening castle, if you walk north even like a little bit too far, like these soldiers come and like beat your ass down. Like, fucking, oh, <laughs> game over. Pretty so much. it's like, yeah, um, Dragon Quest. 
Yeah, Dragon Quest is really uh, notorious for that. Like, you but they just... do that on purpose. Like... Yeah, they did it on purpose. It's like you know to expect it because they're going to do that shit to you. And it's like, stop it, please. Mm -hmm. Just because you look like Dragon Balls doesn't mean you're special. <clears throat> hey, Dragon Balls looks like them. Mm. Oh, that's uh, right. I don't even know. That's... I'll trust you on that. That's that's all I've been playing because that's uh, what you've been playing. Work sucks. Work sucks. Well, no. I'm it... Tracy Morgan. All my jokes are about me yelling. Ew. I'm funny cause I'm loud. I'm Tracy Morgan. Sorry. Ew. 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 You don't like him, do you? No, I. Your impression <laughs> really makes him sound bad. Like it makes him sound <laughs> a lot worse than he really is. I mean, he's not all that great, but yeah, I I don't like him. Just cause, like, I, I never met the man. I'm sure he's a nice man, but his comedian ship is uh, subpar. My jokes is subpar. I'm loud. Um, well, there was a good prank phone call in Crank Anchors. That was funny, but that's yeah, he didn't get. because he didn't get loud. True. Um, he was very soft spoken in that one. She gotta have strong knees. Shiatsu. Okay, what have I been playing? Uh. I've been training on Street Fighter 4 on Steam, and when I say training, I kind of just mean that I've been playing against a computer, which is mm. not really training. Uh, I had an odd dream yesterday where I, like, went... R oh, one, two, three, four... Uh, seven rounds with some random dude on, like, on Games for Windows Live, and, like, I barely won. And then I woke up, and I'm like, that that, that will never happen in real life. Because <laughs> you'll um, never play against a stranger. Because <laughs> A, I'll never play against a stranger, and two, I suck. So, but I, I um... I think I blogged a little bit about this on the GameSpot blog and the Giant Bum blog. Uh, I really am getting into, um, like, from what I'm seeing, the only, um, they call, okay, so they called the whole EX meter thing saving, and okay. I don't really see how that's a, such a new system, because in Street Fighter 3, you had the same thing. You could use your special meter for super moves, or you could use it up for EX moves. Right. So it's kind of like, all right, I, I, maybe I'm missing something. Uh, the real kicker is is the, the the focus attack for me because that changes up so much. Um, I might have spoken about this a little bit in the trial light after after uh, um, our rock band party in June. I might not have. I think you did. But okay, because Rom the... brought it over. Mm -hmm, yeah, I remember hearing this. Yeah, we were playing all day and uh, after the party, and I started using the focus attack to like fake out people because what you can do is you can. You're supposed to hold down the middle punch and the middle kick button, and the guy, like, rears back and starts charging up, and all that shit. Um, and the longer you hold it down, the more potent it is, not just in terms of hit strength, but in terms of if you hold it down with the maximum amount of time that you can hold it down, you can both absorb one hit and then land an unblockable move on your opponent. Mm -hmm. um, I, But, like, it leaves you charging there, right? And so... If you time it right, you can dash out of a focus attack. So someone will, like, see you doing a focus attack. They'll be like, all right, this putz is going to sit there. So I'm Ken, and I'm going to do a hurricane kick. And the hurricane kick hits you multiple times really fast. And the focus attack can only absorb one hit. Not two, just one. Right. So the guy thinks, like, oh, I'm going to do a hurricane kick, and I'm going to just hit him twice, and he's going to be knocked out of the focus attack. But then, like you decide, okay, well, I'm going to dash out of the focus attack and dragon punch him as he's coming to hurricane kick with me. So in that way, you can kind of you know, bait and switch people into coming at you, and then you hit him back. Mm -hmm. And that's just one of the things you can do. Other things you can do is you can let go of it faster than you expected and do a counterattack right away, it, which doesn't necessarily stun them. But uh, I think you could do shit like um, – I, I, I don't even know if this is real, but like from the looks of what the computer is doing to me, you can like focus attack out of a focus attack or some shit like that. Mm. Um, 
You can focus attack at a certain special moves. Um, I I don't even know. Like, there are probably, like, Street Fighter 4, like, tournament people out there listening. Well, actually, they don't listen to this. But there are probably people who know how to play Street Fighter going, like, no, you fucking dumbass. That's not how it works. Case in point, there's a lot of shit to it, and, I like, what I'm learning very slowly, I'm digging it. So I guess, like, you know, Pete's on one side of this fence, and I'm on the other, where he's like, I just want a more Street Fighter. And I'm like, well, I'm glad I bought this because now I'm actually seeing... The, how how it's different because remember before we were both we were all talking about it and he was like I just wanted more Street Fighter right he just wanted um, a, another Street Fighter game and he he didn't really care about what new features right were. so I mean I can say from my point of view that I think it is worth it to learn that shit because it just it makes it more it, it just adds more elements to it and it's just more fun especially because they, like and I personally wasn't a fan of the parrying in Street Fighter three okay. but I know that it added a lot for people and especially since they took the parrying away putting this focus in makes it a completely different game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's great for, again, like as Pete said, it's great for people who just kind of want more characters, and I think it's also great for people who want to actually learn stuff, and I think it is worth it. Um, I think I haven't been really playing much except for... Um, I was playing a little bit of Chrono Trigger. That's kind of old hat. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, I finally put in Advance Wars Days of Ruin, which I was talking to you personally about online on chat. Um, it's so far 10, 11 missions in, it's pretty much Advance Wars, which is both good and bad. I mean, I like Advance Wars, so that's good, but I was hoping that there would be something different, so that's bad. I really didn't read the reviews in depth because I knew I would have fun with it anyway, so I wanted, I knew I wanted it, but, um, it, I, I, I kind of wish that I had tempered my expectations because, like, right now, like, for example, right now into Mission 11, um, I have not had one single, um, superpower. Mm. Um... And they don't even have a meter on the screen for a superpower. So I don't know how that works. Um, they have um, way too much dialogue, as Advanced Wars games usually do. But, like, this one kind I feel like this really takes the cake. Hmm. Either that or I've just haven't, I just have not played Advanced Wars in such a long time that this is like, what the fuck are they doing, you know? Right. Um, but it's all, it's all like, like I, said, like I was telling you, it's all, like fake emo, like, yet... Ho and I say it's fake emo because there's always that Nintendo, we can hope for the best optimism in it. Right. But it's still all like, oh, the world's been destroyed by meteors. And there are, like, mercenaries who used to be in the army, but they're discouraged because, like, there's a cloud that <laughs> blocks the sun from life. Okay. And it's, like, it's post-apocalyptic. But as long as there's life, there's hope! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And it's like, dude, shut up and let me play. And I, I ended up just, like, I, I kind of feel bad for skipping dialogue. I don't know why. Especially, I don't know why, especially because I hate it when it just sits there and peppers you with dialogue. It's not like an RPG where you kind of got to listen. Right. It's just fluff. Yeah, but sometimes I feel like in Advanced Wars, they're like, all right, well, we'll, we'll bake the mission goal into the dialogue. So I'm like, oh, I kind of got to listen. So I don't know, but I, it's it's really retarded. It's stupid. And then there's this doctor that makes really bad jokes, and it's like, oh, ho, 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 ho. And I'm like, really? I'm trying to be I, – I, no, it, it, skip the dialogue. But it's, you know, the gameplay underneath is the same Advanced Wars. Um, New stuff. They have a new unit that can kind of build airports on the fly, which is not really a real airport, but just a, like a fueling station so that your – because one of the frustrating things about Advanced Wars is that uh, – was that – I and I could be remembering this wrong – but I always felt it was really hard to refuel and resupply my aircraft because, like, you can take – you know how you could take recon – not recon, um, transport units around and refuel uh, and resupply everybody? Yeah. Except for air units? 
Correct me if I'm wrong there. I believe that's the case. I think you okay. can. You have to use um, an airport, either or... air transports or just go to the airport. And even then, I don't think the transports did anything. I could be wrong. Yeah, but, I'm not so sure. I felt, yeah, I felt it was more difficult. And in this one, you're like, all right, well, as long as you have a rig, that, that's what the unit's called with you. As long as you take a rig with you, you can build like impromptu air air supply stations so that you can like fly them around different parts of the map. So that's that that kind of adds a very rudimentary. RTS, I'm going to build shit element to it. Although, I haven't seen anything past that, so that's probably just a one-off thing. Okay. Um, there's a new unit called the Anti-Tank Unit, which is basically an artillery unit that specializes in taking down the bigger tanks. Um, there is an air unit called the Duster, which is basically a weaker helicopter. I should say, okay, I should say it's a, <clears throat> it's a helicopter that does better against ground humanoid units. Oh, okay. Um, and, but is weaker against ground like mechanized units, like like tanks and shit. Um, this is anti-infantry. I guess, yeah, I I call it that. And I think that um, there is the tank that the the war tank that they use is apparently new, but I'm struggling to see the difference between that and the neo tanks. So do they have neo tanks in this game still? I haven't seen any neo tank yet. Ah. Um, and I haven't seen any marine units yet. Um, oh, there's a bike unit, which is basically. Um, a slightly stronger infantry unit that can travel farther. Okay. Which means that you can you can more easily capture buildings that are far away because that bike can travel pretty far. Um, and then there's a flare unit which allows you to fire off a flare and open up a swath of of uh, fog of war space. So if you're fighting in fog of war, you can sh- you can target an area within its range and open up a diamond of of light so that you can see what's hiding. Um, and that's pretty useless otherwise. Yeah. Um, and I think that's about it for the new units I've seen. Uh, like I said, there's no power meter, so it's like I haven't done any special moves. Um, but the, the 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 odd thing is that every unit that kills another unit gets a Roman numeral attached to it. Hmm. And for every successive unit it kills, the Roman numeral goes up. And I think it goes up to three. And again, I I, I claim to not I, I claim no absolute correctness because my memory is shit. But it, I think it goes up to Roman numeral three, and then um, it goes to like fi- I want to say Roman numeral five, but I think it's V for victory. I don't know. Or it's vicious probably V for, for some- veteran. Or you're right, you're right. It's V for veteran. So it looks like individual units level up. So you want to take care of them more. Right. But yeah, veteran status is always uh, a nice addition to these yeah. strategy games. The thing is that I haven't really paid attention to units that have a V with them, so I don't know for sure whether or not they do more damage or are any more potent. They probably are, and I'm just not perceptive, but like as it stands right now, I'm not sure. That's probably the case. But I really liked the um, the special move aspect to the other Advanced Wars games, and I'm kind of upset that it's not here. I have a question. Do you have... Did you buy this game new or used, or did you not get a manual with it? I bought it used. I just didn't bother reading the manual yet. I'm, oh, okay. I, at some point, I'm going to, but I think it's... I don't know. I figure it's more fun to... Because what I find myself doing nowadays is I like I'm, I was always their RTFM type. Right. And I always read the manual back to front to back. Friends will come over and be like, what do you do? And I'm like, read the manual because it's all in there. And they're like, no, no, I'm not going to stay here for like five hours trying to figure it out. Just tell me what to do. And I'm like, I can't because you got to read the manual, which is a lie. I was just too lazy to tell them. But... Like, I find myself reading, like, with games today, I find myself reading all this shit and then, like, forgetting half of it and then having to flip back and then realizing <laughs> that, and then realizing that, hey, they're going to tell me in the game anyway, and they do. And so it's like, 
when it, when Advance Wars came came along, I'm like, I was kind of like, why, why, why bother? Right, because they're gonna figured, tell you. Right, but and I also figured that they would tell me the new shit up front, but like ten missions in, you know, I'm not really seeing how the that that one thing about the Roman numerals, I'm not seeing how that works, and like. Again, it probably is exactly what you said. They're veterans and they do more damage, but I just haven't looked. So I'll look at the manual. I'm just stupid about that. I'm Usually surprised. There's no tutorial in this either? Like, a, you um, know how they had a tutorial in the original Advance Wars? They, yeah, but like, you know, to me, I always felt like the, the game, the entire game in and of itself was a tutorial. Because as you went along in the game and they started introducing new units, they would tell you how they're used. Right. So but... the entire game was a tutorial to me. Right, that that's different from like maybe some basic shit like about you know this is how you capture a building, this is how you oh. attack, this is what the Roman numerals mean. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe that's that there. Could be you know what? There there might be, but I just kind of dove into the main game. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I, I mean, I never really stuck around Advanced Wars to 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 see if there was a tutorial mode. I always just played through the original chapters and through the game. Like the game taught me, like like you were saying about the capturing the buildings. Mm-hmm. I remember learning that in game. Not yeah, in that was tutorial. like mission one. Oh, it was the first mission. Okay, see, in this, in 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 Days of Ruin, you didn't even capture a building until like the second or third mission. Wow. So, and you know, they waited until then to show you how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it looks a bit smoother. Um, the art is less like less childish, I guess. Um, yes, it's still mature. Yeah, but it's still anime, so it's not entirely mature. It's not like <clears throat> I'm trying to think of a really mature. Like, it's not um. I feel like a lot of anime, no matter how mature you try to make it look, still kind of looks cutesy. Like even like Evangelion, like they, you know, it's all like emo and shit near the end. They still like, got the big eyes and like you know the girls got yep. the big titties because guys like that. Um, although so far the girls in this game don't have big titties, so that's good. Um, <laughs> it's Nintendo. Yeah, so I thought that's low. I yeah, but I feel like yeah, but you see what they did to Princess Peach and Daisy and fucking Mario Soccer. No, the, I didn't. The, what what did they do? Oh, really? Them? No, they just, you know, they gave them, like, sports bras and shit, but they, <laughs> they they look sexy. They're not supposed to look sexy. That's true. So, but then again, but, what um, what else are they supposed to look like? Um, I mean, I know what else. Soccer moms. God, yeah, I know. But th- th- make them, like, fat and shit. That would be funny. Like, I was going to say, of, make them look like WNBA players. Like, instead, <laughs> instead of Princess Peach, Princess, like, Cottage Cheese or some shit, and then, like, Daisy becomes, like, um, Wildebeest or something. What'd you say? Frump. Frump. Well, I'm trying to think of a really ugly flower. Um, I can't. Flowers yeah. are all pretty. They're yeah. all pretty. Yeah. Um, I think I finished Pegel Extreme because I was playing it. I've been playing it on and off while we record podcasts. Right. Uh, before, beforehand, so I finished that. Um, and I think, I think that's about it for what I've been playing. I just haven't been playing much for the past two weeks. My mind's been preoccupied. So. Um, yeah, same here. My mind's been occupied with erratic sleeping. Erratic sleeping. So it's been preoccupied with stuff that prevents you from sleeping. Um, oh. some, somewhat, yeah. Or just trying the the the, right. vet, the the urge to sleep, trying to find that. Right. You know, I found counting sheep doesn't work. So I like I think what I used to do is like hum Mega Man tunes in the back of my head from Mega Man One all the way to the last one that I played. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I haven't done that in like years. So maybe I don't know. But, oh, oh, I did play, um, ooh, wow, it just, I had it for a second, and then it left. Wow, that's bad. Um, what was I thinking of? Mm-mm. Oh, my God, I already mentioned Wolfenstein. Yeah, Metallica, Guitar Hero Metallica. I oh, played that, oh, too. Oh, here's one thing. 
Yeah, here's one thing. Um, and I was telling you about this, Al, but the rest, the rest of the world, you know, needs to know because I'm important. Um, I had my air conditioner on last week during one of the most humid days in New York, and I really didn't take it as a warning sign that beads of water were forming on the air conditioner. And all my consoles are, you know, on a shelf by the air conditioner. I put in Guitar Hero Metallica to play at some point, and my 360 wouldn't read the disc. So I took the disc out, and I noticed that it was a little bit, like, foggy. And I was like, why is this foggy? And then I touched it, and it was cold and damp. And I was like, the air conditioner just put a whole shitload of moisture inside my 360. Scary. And, like, it was obstructing. It was obstructing the laser reader as well as everything else in the drive. So, like, I was like, I put in Rock Band 2, and it wouldn't read that either. And so I was like, holy shit. And I felt the side of my 360, and it felt like I had just put it in the freezer and taken it out. And so, like, normally they're like, oh, my console's cold. No, it was cold and damp. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I put in Metallica this week hoping that it would work, and thank God, like, all the shit evaporated. So it works fine right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got tired after six songs. I'm just (laughs) not... I don't really care anymore. I, I used to be like, I played Dyer's Eve, and I was just like, four stars. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so I don't, I mean, it's not, and it's not, it's through no necessary fault of Activision. Yeah, it is. It, Saturation. It is, but at the same time, Metallica is the what game in the series. Like, let's, I don't know, let's make up a number. It's the, Let's say, for the sake of example, it's the sixth game in the series. I it, don't know. It, it would really be matter. the seventh, including, seventh? Okay. um... Aerosmith and not including any of the mobile games. Okay, so let's say it's the seventh game in the series. Mm-hmm. No matter, for me, I think no matter how much time will have passed, unless it was like a whole decade, like at some point when I hit the seventh game in the series, I would have kind of been like, all right, that's enough already. Okay. Because of the fact that I've kind of moved on to the more, to the less intensive, more like party oriented rock band where I don't really have to concern myself with playing on top of my game. I'm just playing to have fun. Like, I. Like if like Rock Band One, all right. I went through the career mode and the guitar. Rock Band Two, I have no desire to do that. No. And it's not necessarily like again, it's not necessarily Activision. It's it's just the the nature of the beast. I think for the games for me, it's just like I don't really care anymore to to get good at these games. And like I'm I'm kind of you know sick of it because I feel like I feel like it, you know what I'll blame it on Guitar Hero Two, and 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 um. Zaps's Guitar Hero League. Oh, yeah, that, that that's is when like I got overkill. really good at. That's when I got really good at it. And when I say really good, I don't mean score hero good, but you know, good enough to be like the guy that like people compete with. Right. Like normal people compete with, not robots. Um, like two of my friends who are complete robots and like bust my ass. But um, uh, yeah. I mean, like I, it's not that I burnt out on it that, at that point, but I felt like the level of mastery was attained at that point two games into the series as opposed to seven and it's like i don't really care about this shit anymore because like you know all the new sliding stuff is just hammer-ons to me pretty much and i yeah. think that because i play it with the rock band guitar not with the with the world tour guitar which i hate um so it's like i don't use a slide pad because that thing is a, atrocious um so I, i'm just hammering it on and it's just like eh. and the harder they make it the easier they make it you know yep because it gets so hard that they have to make it easier like the the note timings i don't know so yeah that's the, i'll, I'll pr- when Smash hits is like a dollar, I'll get it. But yeah, it doesn't mean that I'll sit. <laughs> or I'll bring it to 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 your parties. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I mean I do want to own it so I can like anytime I want I can be just you know I want to play Bark at the Moon and right. I'll play it. That's pretty much like the only song that I think of when I think of Good Hero Smash hits. Yeah, I mean there are lots but... of other good songs, but 
I just want to play Bach. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, there are a lot of songs that I enjoy listening to and playing from Guitar Hero 1. It's just that the engine was shit because it was the first iteration. It wasn't shit, but, you know, I'm exaggerating. It's, yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, it, it, the days of Guitar Hero 2 and 3 where I was, like, sitting there going, I want to get five stars on as many things as possible. And I and I, I can't remember whether or not I finally got five stars on It's Raining Blood, on Raining Blood, but I, I think I did. I don't. I can't remember. Like the, the days of those are over. It's like I really don't care if I if I go down the list and everything is five stars. I don't care anymore. Yes. Well, I would say if you are able to finish uh, through the fire and flames, you're pretty much done with the game. I mean, there are songs that probably are more difficult than that, but that song was just designed to be like the most difficult song ever in Guitar Hero. And thinking about like what's in store for Guitar Hero Five, I don't think there's any song that's gonna come out that matches up with that. Especially since now it's not focused on, let's make this a challenging game for people who play guitar. Right. Now it's like, well, let's will, make this a family-oriented yeah. fun, you know, everybody can play a game. Well, there's always, um, though Though I, I, I think I see your point, and I'll, uh, and, and I'll elaborate that on that in a couple of seconds, hopefully I'm right. I was going to say there's shit like, like uh, well, well, first of all, in World Tour and the songs that I really like playing in World Tour, one of them was like Satch Boogie. That's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. It's hard. It's a lot of fun. It's not as hard as through the fire and flames, but there's that one section that fucking kills me. Um, but then there's stuff like Ingve Malmsteen. Like I know it's on Rock Band, but you never know if he could come to. I'm just saying there there there's songs like that that could possibly come to Guitar Hero. But I think what you would probably say in in response, and I would agree with you, is and if I'm not psychic, that's okay. But what I'm guessing you'll say is that like something like Dragon Force is more. It's more gamey and more like. Not popular necessarily, but e- it's easier for it to become more popular because of the way that they can kind of market it. Yes. Whereas Ingve Malmsteen is more like he's kind of niche, niche, and like you know he's a guy who fucking plays with his teeth, and like there are a lot of people who don't like him because they don't like all simply technical players. But like then you know they like you know what I mean? Like he's mm-hmm. not as. They think I don't know if that's... they think he's masturbatory. Yeah. Right. Right. That's, right, right. that's what they say. So yeah. So um, I don't know that, that that's a good point that I predicted. Yeah. That you said, but I... That I had said, but I didn't say, but I would have said. Yeah. Um, yes, that's what we've been playing. Should we move on to McDove's mailbag? Yes, let's do that. But after this... 30-second break. We're back with the mailbag, and um, here is a message from the Dove Man, McDove. Um, he says, Hey guys, watched the video recently about the difference between game blogs and actual print media and traditional website journalism. It outlined that I want Pete's Steam account and numerous pros and cons <laughs> for each outlet. <laughs> that was slick, Dove. That was very slick. Um, let me uh, let me, let me me find uh, what Pete's... Because Pete did respond to that portion, so... Let's see. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, what's this about? McDove wanting... Dove, 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 McDove. Do you want it, me Pete. to read it? Um, give me one second. Have, uh, here we go. Um, what's this about? McDove wanting to see McCown. I'm assuming you mean the second one. Okay, so McDove, here's the deal. Um, 
I didn't realize that Pete had two to give away, um, but he says there is a second one that he would be willing to give away, so just get in contact with him. Um, you can reach him on Facebook. Uh, you're probably on his Facebook, so just reach him there. But yeah, Edu Buccaneer already won the contest, but because he has two Steam accounts to give away, you, you still can get one, so just contact him. Anyway, um, here's a question in full. Um, watched a video recently about the difference between game blogs and actual print media and traditional website journalism. It outlined the numerous pros and cons for each outlet, but one in particular stood out. First for hits or accuracy for integrity? I know where you guys stand on the issue, but what do you think is more important in the world of games journalism? Second, what do you think the average gamer prefers? Um, wow. That's, that's a, that's a tough wanna, question to answer. You want to go? Or should, I, should I go first or what? Uh, do you have an answer ready? I kind of do um, uh, for the first part. Yeah. Um, and the second part, actually. But that's just what I, you know, that's what I'm guessing. Go, uh, what go I think for is, the, the, what, the first question. What I think is more important for any any school of journalism, whether it be games or, or world news or, or finance or whatever, um, I think accuracy for integrity because and, – and I, I realize this is a utopian answer, which is why my second answer is going to be different for the average gamer. But, I mean, what good is news if it's not telling you the truth or is not accurate, you know? True. Um, I think there are a lot of skeptics out there who like, um, and there's this funny line, not really funny, but because the movie wasn't even that good. But Live Free or Die Hard, which again wasn't that good a movie. Um, for for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, uh, it Bruce Willis is driving Justin Long to uh, FBI headquarters or whatever. I I can't even remember. He's driving. He's he's protecting him, and he's driving him to like you know a federal agency because the kid has information on like a terrorist attack, a cyber terrorist attack. Um, the cyber terrorist being played by Timothy Oliphant, who also played the Hitman in the Hitman movie. Um, but um, he 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 was he was like the, it's basically a whole generational gap thing because Justin Justin Long is this like young techie kid and Bruce Willis is like you know yippee yippee I am the fucker like old guy right mm -hmm. so they were talking about the like Bruce Willis was saying blah 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 like what are you talking about like a secret attack it hasn't hit the news yet and Justin Long is like. Do you really think the news tells us everything? You really rely on the news to give us what's going on in the world, and it's like, yeah, th this is kind of that's kind of a different issue. But yeah, the news, like, like you watch CNN, you're not, you know, you're not getting the whole picture from fucking CNN. Nope. Like, there's like, not, like ninety percent of the shit that actually goes on in the world is not reported, and we know this, and I've accepted that. But I still think that accuracy, where possible, is more important. Now, the second part of the question: What does the average person prefer? What does the average gamer prefer? They just want to know shit. Yep. I, I honestly think they just want to know shit. Um, I don't know if it's because maybe they think that there are, there's already integrity going on and it's already accurate and, and they trust the news sources. But I put it this way. like Every time magazines got put out, remember back in the day, like there would be all this new shit and we'd be like, oh my god, one screenshot. This is an awesome screenshot. I'm going to keep this magazine with me <laughs> forever. Screenshot. It's just one screenshot of this game. I'm going to keep it forever. And, and then there's like, <coughs> there's one news story or whatever. Mm -hmm. Information was like a little bit scarce, right? And so when, when, when game, video game, when video game websites started coming up and we got news every day, we wanted it. We wanted it bad. We wanted because we were accustomed to getting it once every month. Right. And then, like, you know, you, you get to this generation of the blogosphere, and it's like you have all this right at your fingertips. And now it's and multiple times a day, not like right. once a day. You get shit on your 
you you see shit on Twitter that actually qualifies as news. Oh God! Now people are breaking news on Twitter. I've been hearing. Yeah, like, which is yeah, unbelievably. Oh, well, um, I was just listening to um, Radio Check podcast and. They were talking about how Paul Abdul... I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the Taco Bell. I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Yeah. I'm, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, but they said that Paul Abdul, she... Uh, you she know, twittered she, her, her, she resi- tweeted her resignation. resignation from uh, American Idol. Well, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. That was how the news broke, because she twittered it. I was like, what the fuck? That's what the it's, state of the world is now? Yeah. And, and you know why? Because people eat it up, and it's like, well, obviously they want it, and so that's yeah. why I think that the average person just wants it quick. Yeah. Um, and I mean that's not necessarily r- wrong because, like, in order to stay relevant, you have to be on top of things. Like, why is it news if it happened a week and a half ago? True. So I do agree that there has to be some some um some semblance of of, of speed there, and I agree with that. It's just that if Basically, if I were given a choice, or at least if I were, if I were going to say that, like, um, where should the scales tip? I think it should skip. It should tip obviously in 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 terms of accuracy. I mean, it's it's funny. I like I I I, I joke about Kotaku and other blog sites a lot. You know, out of you know cynically, just you know to poke fun. But there really is an element of the blog blogosphere that I dislike. Um, there was a story I think a couple of months ago that we talked about. I hope. <laughs> uh, because I want to talk about it, and I think it was important. But they were talking about Matt Damon and violent video games, and he made a comment about like uh, something like he didn't think that the Born identity was about violence, and he parlayed that into a comment about the Born identity video game. And Kotaku basically took that out of context, to, to, context and said Matt Damon hates violent games. And then like you know the whole slew of comments in the article was just like Matt Damon's a pussy. And, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that. Really. Really, Kotaku? Like, are you going to do that? Are you going to put your name on something like that that you just jump to conclusions? You know what I mean? And I'm not calling Kotaku itself. Like, a lot of places do that. A lot you know? of places do that. And even, like, even accurate news sites always have to make corrections. But something like that is basically in an effort to jump on the thing and put it out there first. Um, and I think it was Giant Bomb that basically saw it and was just like, no, no, no. Giant Bomb saw something about Cheap As Gamer. That Cheap As Gamer put something up. In a snap instant, and didn't bother to explore check. that further, or something like that. I could be wrong. So I just remember something about that came out, and I was just like, "Wow!" I just lost respect for for that other site because Giant Bomb was the one that came out and was just like, "Oh dear," you know. I can't believe they said this. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I'm, now I'm actually gonna look at it, look like, look for it while you give your answer. But okay. you know what I mean? It's like like I would rather have accuracy. But like the funny thing is, in some weird twisted way. And this isn't necessarily news or journalism, but something like Twitter, sometimes you get the most accurate picture because it's coming out first. And it's also coming from the source sometimes. And it's coming – sometimes it's coming from the source, yeah. And – right, so if you get it from the source, like – and the reason why I say that is because, like, people tend to act on instinct, right? And usually your instinct is kind of like – I'm not going to say that it's the best way to, to, to live your life completely by instinct because, like, sometimes you make mistakes. Right. But the way you truly feel inside comes out naturally, right? Right. When you drink and you lose inhibitions, when when you say shit that, like, you, you, 
you want to kind of take back. You say, oh, I didn't mean that. I was drunk. No, 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 no. You meant that because you were drunk. Exactly. You, when you're drinking, you say what you mean. And like when you say I didn't mean that, that's just a way to retract that because you realize you made a mistake. So it's like a gut reaction when John Romero was commenting on Zenimax buying id. And he says, id, ugh, disgusting. And then later he goes, no, I am happy for them. This was a good purchase. <laughs> it's like, you know inside his heart, the first thing that he thought was, what, are you kidding me? Like, the company that I kind of helped build is now being sold off? God damn it, I hate this. So you know that he wasn't really happy about that. I mean, like, he's probably happy on some level that his old company is seeing success. But there's also some truth to him saying, Zenimax, disgusting, ugh. You know, yep. because that was a, that was a, that was a split second reaction, and that's what came out. So, it's kind of interesting how, like, you know, in, in some ways, those two different like things—speed versus accuracy—kind of do merge. So I don't know; it's weird. It's like I guess it's like a bow and arrow. Like the, the if if you don't really you know pull the arrow taut, it's gonna like wobble and then fall to the ground before it even hits a target. That was a really stupid metaphor, and I'm gonna go to the cheap customer story now. Your turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, you know why? Because I want Wii Sports Resort, and it has archery, and I was thinking about that. Shut up. Go. Uh, leave me away. Leave, okay, leave me alone. Go away. Sure. <laughs> uh, archery. So, um, I think that the most important thing is accuracy for integrity. Just because when you put out news, you want to be credible, and you want people to continue to visit your news uh, because you're a credible source. Um, it's definitely important to, of course, get that... Um, exclusive or f first like look i guess you could say like have people rely on you for bringing out the news first or bringing out the news in a timely fashion but i think it's more important to have the news right so that you're not going through corrections and apologies and you know having people bust on you for stupid little typos because they can and bust on you for um, just like stupidness. If you say something, then everybody has to dissect what you say because they don't believe you. Uh, and this kind of like leads to weird things like, you know, comparing blogs and traditional website journalism. Best thing I can think of is, you know, comparing something like 1UP or Games, GameSpot or, um, IGN to something like Kotaku or Wired Game Life. Where, okay, traditional website journalism, they will have reviews up and ready. You know, they'll come out like the day game releases or whatever. And uh, technically, a lot of times game blogs will have their reviews and stuff out after because they don't get review copies. Uh, they usually buy the game. Or like as Kotaku does, they do a Franken review where they just take a whole bunch of snippets from a whole bunch of other sites and they integ integrate those together to make uh, a cohesive review, which is it's just pretty a cool idea because of the fact that you're taking different people's opinions and creating one central idea out of it. So you're getting one idea, but many ideas at the same time. Mm. Uh, but then on the other side of, you know, other than reviews, you have news. And sites like GameSpot and IGN and 1UP, they update their sites maybe once a day, if there's something really big that breaks or something like that, they'll do a, an update for that. But most of the time, you can go to GameSpot once a day and be satisfied. Nothing else is going to happen with that site. Uh, 
that's not entirely true. It's not. I know. That's what I'm saying. Unless there's something that comes up. But in my experience, I can go to GameSpot like four times a day, and I won't see anything different. But if there's a review that goes up, or if something. But when it comes to like news, if it's just your, you know a regular day, I think that uh, the, they get whatever news they gather, and oh, you, they don't you know update why I say news that? during the day. They, they they do update news during the day, actually. I mean, I've seen the headlines change in the corner. Oh, I haven't. But it's not, you're right, it's not as frequent as the Kotaku thing, but they do also have a news blog. Okay, that's something, you know. So they have both. Right. So they, uh, the, the, the news in the corner changes sometimes during the day. I, I mean, it changes every day, but like at certain, you know, maybe every couple of hours or a couple of minutes or whatever. But the news blog is like Kotaku where it always updates, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's a blog, I would have to assume. And that's cool. You know, that gives GameSpot uh, an element of the site that continually updates, which is cool. But, of course, the problem with continually updating is the amount of information coming in, you're not going to be able to fact-check everything because you want it out. You're not going to be able to uh, really proofread everything because there's so much. And it turns into a big con that, you know, you get all this information... And you just want to be able to put it up there so that people can read it and read it on your site as opposed to other people's sites. Right. Um, but honestly, I think I, I stand like on a which is better even for like a game blog. I think that the accuracy for integrity is better. And it, maybe it just involves paying a little bit more attention to things and, you know, taking that minute or hour out of the day to really make sure that this news is credible so that. If the news is, you know, credible, you can put it on your site and you, your, your audience will see it, even though they may have seen it on another site. The other site might not have the amount of information that you have, especially if you went to fact check it, you can ask more questions. Uh, and you go to fact check and you're like, here's what the real story is. Several sites have reported it this way, but that's wrong. Right, here's in, what in I the found case out. that's wrong, correct. Because, um, you know, it's something a little bit off-putting. I mean, unless it's, you know, one of those things where... Um, a company refuses comment, but you know how they say, oh, such, 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 this might be a rumor, but such and such could not be contacted for comment at this time. Mm-hmm. That basically means we need to put the story up uh, before we could get the official word. But imagine if you actually got the official word without having to put up two things, you know. But then that leads into the other end of the story where it's like, well, you could theoretically wait for that information, but by the time you wait for that information, Somebody else might have already gotten it, or so many other sites might be reporting on this news that your little news is now irrelevant. So it's kind of <coughs> sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying that that's. I'm assuming that that's the balance that you know editors have to deal with every day. Yeah, and that's kind of why I like how you know sites like Gamespot they had, and I'm not. I for, I don't know if One Up does this. Um, I'm sure they do, but I know that Gamespot always had its rumor report that had, like, a couple of rumors every so often, mm-hmm. and they compile them so you don't mistake them for news. Exactly. And they and they say bogus or not bogus, and Tor gives his opinion on whether or not it's bogus or based on current trends. But they don't just, like, post it in, as part of the regular news blog, you know? Right. And um, I think that or, that's Or they'll tag it with a big, better. fat rumor tag. Right. I think that's even better because the fact that now uh, something that's clearly already marked rumor doesn't necessarily have to be fact-checked immediately or you don't have to get at the company for comment. It's better. You're still giving people some information that they might want, but you're saying, look, don't don't buy this information just yet. Right. Um, oh, second question. 
uh, which is pretty much an easy one. Uh, I think the average gamer prefers to get their information however they can get it. Um, it, I think it does differ between different people because there are people who like to get their information from their source, and then there are people who like to get their information no matter what. Uh, like right. for I'm I don't know if I'm I'm pretty much an average gamer now I guess because I live my life more than I game, but I generally get my information from like one or two sources, and I think that's just because I'm that lazy <laughs> that I don't <laughs> want to you know have to search out different websites just to find out something. So like. No, I go to Kotaku like five, six times a day just because they update their news a lot. Uh, I get a lot of information, a lot of things that I probably wouldn't get from other sites. Uh, and I'm sure that there are other sites that would give me information that I wouldn't get from Kotaku, but I just don't care to look for it that hardcore. Uh, but then there are some other people who have many, 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 many different websites and different feeds and things like that, and they just weed through it all to get to... A particular company that they're interested in, or a particular game that they're looking for, or a particular rumor, or something that really uh, sparks their interest, which uh, is all good too. And then, of course, you know, that leads into people getting information from Twitter and from Dig. And, you know, Dig is probably a really good source for global information. You can get anything that's been, I don't even know what the, the verb is, Dig or Doug or whatever the fuck. Anyway. Um, <laughs> dig Doug. Dig Doug music in the. Um, now. Speaking of which, I don't I have Dig Doug, do I? Anyway, um, I think I do. Yeah, I have Dig Doug for uh, DS. Anyway, I think that something like Dig. Digging Strike! Sorry. Yes. I think that uh, Dig is a pretty good source like for people who want to get a broad uh, feel of whatever news is going on, but we're talking about video game news here, and I think that, um, you know, something like that, the average gamer would probably lean toward as well if they were aware of it. Mm -hmm. I found, by the way, the cheap-ass gamer thing. Ah, go for it. And it was actually cheap-ass gamer doing us a solid. Uh, And I know Giant Bomb blogged this, but I couldn't find the actual blog entry, but I found um, the forum topic on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, User Vaxidrin says, so cheap ass gamer has a contest for users to post. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Start again. So cheap ass gamer has a contest for users to post rumors and see if a gaming blog would post them. It worked. Hmm. A CAG user posted this on their blog, and it shows a photo of um, a piece of white paper and a, and and just a sliver of a Manila envelope over the white paper, as if like it's like saying, "Oh, this is an official document. This is coming." Oh, out okay. Envelope, right? Um. And I'll paste you the link in a second. But it reads, Final, Xbox 360, name change. Code changing procedures. Please approve GL. Some chicken strat signature. Bullet point number one. Working with staff for final name decision. Need approval from NG. Bullet point number two. Metal plates have been disregarded. Two claims filed for new plates. Bullet point three. Code name, Xbox Lean, Xbox Granite, Final, Xbox Pure. Please approve for third phase, GL, and then another scrawled signature. Uh, please approve for final, MG. Okay, so if you look at the photo, it's basically anybody could type this on a on Microsoft Word, and mm-hmm. it's vague, and there's no official anything. There's just it's just a Microsoft Word document with chicken scratch scrawled on it. And so, okay, so he says they they posted this on the blog, and Kotaku posted this. 
And here's what Kotaku posted. Dez over on Cheap Ass Gamer recently posted a blurry snapshot of what appears to be an internal Microsoft memo dealing with an Xbox 360 name change. The memo, seen above, appears to suggest that this particular model, I suppose, of the 360, uh, also it was bad grammar, it appears to suggest that this particular, comma, model, I suppose, God, of the 360 was once codenamed Xbox, Xbox Lean, or Xbox Granite, and that the final name should be Xbox Pure. I'm also intrigued by the comment that metal plates have been disregarded. Judging by the code names and final name, it seems to suggest that this would be a stripped-down version of the 360. Could this be Microsoft's answer to Sony's slim line of consoles? Are we going to be seeing a new thin 360 with only disc-based game support and no hard drive? I'm sure if this rumor is true, we'll be finding out in the next month. <coughs> it's not even a rumor because it's bullshit. Wait, and they actually did a serious report on it. They, they posted a blog post on it. And then the, the forum poster says, but then realizing that they had been played, they got butthurt. Update. It appears that this rumor story could be CAG throwing their credibility out of the window as part of a contest. Kotaku's decision to run rumors is always based on the credibility of the site and the information contained within it. In the past, CAG has proven to be a reliable site, having broken a number of stories through app reporting. It appears that that may no longer be the case. <laughs> Wait. He, he, the, Wait. The, the, the forum poster actually put Price is Right lost music. Yeah, because, I mean, they actually it's, are blaming CAG. For their own stupidity? Yes. Wow. Th this was last year, by the way. It's old news. Yeah, but, but still, that's funny to me. It's new like, to me. Like, this is the type of stuff that, you know, you know, and, and I met, uh, I've, I've met Brian Crescente at the Ninja Gaiden event. He was a cool guy. I have no qualms against him. Steven Totillo, who actually works at Kotaku now, I've always liked his work. Mm -hmm. But it's just, to me, it's just an epidemic of, of less careful blogging as a whole. When you get that popular, it's just like you... You throw shit up on there because you think it's it's going to get you hits, and it does get you hits. And then when you realize that you've been played because it, because they 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 took you for your they took your weakness to heart and exposed it, and you get you know you 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 like he says they got butt hurt. Well, that's their own fault. I'm sorry, but you see a mem. You, did you did you click on the link? The picture, yeah. Yeah, you see how like vague that is, and yeah, and, like, not that's like that's nothing. Absolutely nothing. It looks like somebody just did that in their home to say, ha ha, let's see who bites on this. And, like, if they had done some reporting, they would have been like, hey, CAG, what's the deal with this? Or maybe and, if they and, would have seen that it was a contest. Right. Or, or And then maybe they they, 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 they email ChibiD, and ChibiD is like, look, we, we were running a contest to see if they if, if a game of will post rumors, and you guys passed the test. Mm-hmm. And then they were writing a report about how we almost fell for such and such. As right, which to, is perfectly fine. Right, but like they didn't do their due diligence. It's it's really funny because um, One Up just changed their format. If you go to One Up, it looks like big article and then a bunch of blog stuff, and I I, I, I it kind of makes me sad because I like the old, the old format was cluttered, but at least it sectioned different things off into different bubbles. Mm -hmm. And I'm a fan of the more like sectioned off type where it's not just like. The first thing that got posted today is going to be on the site, and then the next thing that got posted bumps that down, and the next thing that got posted bumps that down, and the next thing, and you know, it keeps on bumping everything down. Yeah. And it just reminded me of the days when Luke Smith, before he went to Bungie, was was the news reporter there, and after he left, Patrick Klepek, before he went on to MTV and then got fired and went on to G4. Is it G4 or is it GameSpy? I can't. One of those two. Um, but those two, like, they talk about like how they would find news out, and then they like once in a while on the podcast, they say, "Yeah, I called the guy." And, they fucking pick up like like any good reporter does. They pick up the phone and they call the source, right? And that's what you should do. If you can't find them on the phone, email them. And if you can't email them, what's so hard about sending an email? You can email them. Like I um like when Virtua Fighter Five was was rumored to come out um 
for 360. I can't remember where I heard the rumor. Mm-hmm. But I saw it somewhere, and I uh, like it wasn't on any big gaming site yet. It's not like we were the first one to put it up. We're far from the first one. And no one watch, reads this anyway, but like I, I was just like, oh, that's cool. Let me get it up because I figured this out. No one else had news on it. Right. And I, you know, I found, like, a, the PR department for Sega, and I emailed them, and I'm, look, like, I heard this rumor somewhere. I don't want to post it unless it's true. And then the lady, like, actually, I think I left – it was a PR department, so I left my phone number, and she called me back and said, hey, look, um, thanks for checking with us. Yes, this is true. Um, I'm going to put you down on my, like, you know, my news blast thing so that you can get emails from us. I right? remember that, yeah. So it's like – even shitty little us that could probably post, like, the most ridiculous rumor and no one would care. Virtual Fighter like, 10 out for PC. Yeah. Like, if if, 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 a, if a dipshit like me is going to take time to, like, call, pick up the phone and call someone during my day job, Resident Evil 6, Game like, Boy. I mean, surely, like, people who do this for a living can, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, <coughs> I You know what I think? I would accept... If, if blogs had, like, a column called unverified, and that shit just gets posted, just like any other blog. Posted, 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 blah, 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 all this shit that's unverified, mm-hmm. right? And it's somebody's job over at the blog to call and verify the shit. And once it's verified, they move it over into the verified column. Final that's Fantasy it. 15, straight to DVD. Final Fantasy, tell me how your ass tastes. Sorry. Ew. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Bleh, blogs. Ugh. Bleh. Bleh. You done with this question because I think I jumped in while you were talking. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Thanks, Dove. We're we're gonna we're gonna go home now and go to sleep. Why not? Yeah, later. Yeah, time for the news. to talk about because that's why they call it news um we'll see whether or not this stuff is verified or not (laughs) um but this first news piece um chris kohler is uh is saying that there are reports that um the 360 pro system is going away bye bye which mean yeah which basically means that you either get the tard pack or the elite yep um but they're also saying that um the elite model will possibly drop in price Chuck the HDMI cable and the component cable and just give you, like, the, the shit cables. <coughs> Which, honestly, if you think – how much is the Elite right now? Four, 400, right? Yeah, it's 400. And they chuck if, – if they can reduce the box price by $100 just by getting rid of an HDMI and a component cable, you know how cheap you could get those from monoprice.com? Yep, if you knew. Monoprice.com. Thank you, Luke Smith, from two years ago. Monoprice.com. HDMI cables are like five bucks. You can also get them from Amazon for similar prices if you look right. Really? Mm-hmm. That's where I got my right, HDMI yeah. cables and my USB wire, like oh, for two dollars okay. a piece. But yeah, so um, I well, let's see. Kohler says here. Um, uh, Microsoft will have given the appearance of dropping the 360's price while actually doing very little. 
since the only difference between the only other difference between the 120 gigabyte and 60 gigabyte models was the free HDMI cable. I mean, I could deal with that. I mean, first of all, you're getting 120 gigabyte hard. You're getting twice the hard drive space, okay, mm. at a decent price. And second of all, given given that HDMI cables are cheap, like or, or should be cheap, that that the Elite was overpriced anyways. I want a 60 so, gig hard drive. <laughs> huh? I said I want a 60 gig hard drive. I just. I, you know what? I want to see if uh, no, they didn't probably didn't drop the price under one twenty because no, they didn't. Yeah, I think it's still one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, so I mean, this is that that's a good a good deal. You're paying one hundred and fifty dollars for a hard drive, or you're paying three hundred twice as much for the entire system. Yeah, that's a really good deal if it goes down to three hundred, but it might go down to three fifty. Yeah, you know, you know, it'd be kind of lame if it if if it if the price if they did price drop so drastically that the hard drive itself costs more than like a single unit. Yeah. Um, let me let me click on this. Okay, um, I was gonna verify this, but the Ars Technica uh, rumor monger has apparently been very very right a lot of the time. Like the PSP go. Well, let me see, because I don't think very many people visit Ars Technica. They always go to Kotaku and all that shit. But right. like, the, from all the other sites I've seen, like Ars Technica's mole gets it right a lot of the time. And so I I'm going to trust this source on this one. Um, Oh, that that PS3 thing might actually want to be in true too because they're supposed they're supposedly phasing out the 80 gig PS3 in uh, Japan. And doing 160. Uh, 60. Yeah. Are those 80? 160. 160. No, no, no. No, they're saying they're phasing out the 80 to go, to to put up 160. Right. But I was saying they were phasing out the 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I said. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you said the 60. I was like, uh, they no, the out 160. The 60 I said. Ago. That's why I said 160. Oh, 160, not the 60. Yeah. Come on, Google Voice. Tell me how Google Voice tastes. Um, oh, yeah, for anybody listening out there, get a Google Voice number and try the transcription feature and see how fucked up your transcriptions get. Because yeah. they don't do a per- perfect job, and I wouldn't expect them to, but the results are funny. You know what I think? I think because it's still embedded, it might wind up fixing it. Uh, sure, I, no, I, absolutely. I usually click no right for now the it's transcription funny. accuracy. Right now it's funny, so. Oh hell yeah! But get it um, while it's funny. Get it while it's funny. Tell me how my ass tastes. Um, <laughs> so there's that. I mean, if my 360 breaks, I'm just gonna wait for this one. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd shit. like, you know, this is a this is this is the ideal price. I think 300 bucks for like a lot of hard for that much hard drive space is fair to me. Yeah, and uh, a game and console then, on top of that. Right. And two hundred bucks for you know the Tard Pack again is whatever that that that's fine that's that's, that's fair to me, um, but um, moving on and and this this week's news is not gonna have any segues I didn't bother because I don't care today fuck a segue um, fuck a segue tell me how my segue um, this is for you Al why don't you uh lay this humongous surprise in the world of video gaming. Something that I'd never expect to happen. Oh, you mean what happened? StarCraft 2 coming out when it's done? It's yeah. been officially, officially quote-unquote, delayed to 2010 <clears throat> by virtue of Bobby Kotick opening his mouth. Uh, because even if he didn't open his mouth, we would have known that there was no StarCraft 2 this year because there's no beta. Um, but from Giant Bomb's news report that you dug up, uh, I'll just read this one from Brad Shoemaker. Filed under the You Knew This Was Coming department, Activision Blizzard has officially pushed the first StarCraft II release into 2010. The word comes straight from big man on Activision campus, Bobby Kotick, or Kotick, or Dickface, sometimes, Dick, via a Yahoo finance report. 
Uh, he says basically, well, knew that this was coming there's Bartman, a whole bunch of cool games officially. coming out, like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 that features 50 Cent, uh, Guitar Hero 5 Cent. that features Johnny Cash, uh, and other games Cent. such as Band Hero, Fun with Family, and DJ Hero. Band Hero, which features Taylor Swift! Yeah, and DJ Hero, which features Funkmaster Flex. I don't know. Um, Fuck <laughs> I'm just, now I'm just fishing here. Uh, but the company delayed two games. Singularity, which... Uh, I think Singularity was the game I was thinking of. That was a really cool game, the first-person action game, uh, and StarCraft Two, 2010. Um, yeah, do, we do it, read the rest in your best Brad Shoemaker impression. I don't really know Brad Shoemaker, so you're gonna have to do the impression. Well, I'm I'm just gonna assume that you aren't surprised about this, considering it's five days into. No, I can't do it. <laughs> he has a really, really, really deep voice, and I can't do it. Ah, uh, aha. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so, um, yeah, it's not happening. I knew it, well, and I don't care. Tell me this though, um, way back when, when they said StarCraft Two will be coming out on X day, they were did? you one of the people? I didn't they say we're didn't they say we're gonna we're we're, we're gonna come out in fall of X? No, they I wouldn't they do did. that. They, I think they might. Uh, somebody, maybe Activision, might have said that it may be coming out this year. But that is something that Blizzard has not done and will not do. They say uh, it'll be out when we finish it. Trust us. Because I could have sworn that maybe they didn't... Okay, so maybe it wasn't official, but I feel like I heard either developers or like an interview saying like something like... And, and this is different, of course. But something like we're targeting X. Mm, I don't recall. It could be, but I just don't recall. Okay, then that negates my question because what I was going to ask was... Did you believe them for a second when they said that? Oh, please. I, I wouldn't believe. The only thing that I would believe is when they say StarCraft is going to be released on this day and date, and the beta is finished. No, no, no. Wait, okay. wait. StarCraft 2 has gone gold. That's when I'll believe it. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's, a, here's a gold disc. Yeah. We're sending it out to the uh, the printers. It's definitely done. And it's coming out, like, right. fucking July 32nd, 2010. 30 seconds. Yeah. Right. Um, this is one story that I picked out because, like, it it just astounded me that when I downloaded Street Fighter 4, um, well, let me read the update first. I, I just want to use this to parlay into, like, my own little rant or whatever. Okay. Microsoft launches latest games for Windows Live update. Basically, um, it's actually a substantial update, and it includes, like, in-game marketplace shit, which wasn't there before, apparently. Right. So now I can go into Steam and then into Games for Windows Live, and then buy Street Fighter 4 content. Um, content, not the game. Content. Right. Um, although, you know what? Games for Windows Live. Yeah, I was going to check it. I'll check it now. I got it. Microsoft Games for Windows Live. I'm actually logging in. I am too. Onto my account. Oh, you have it too? Yeah, because um, I got it for the Dawn of War 2 demo, and then they... Vista was like, oh, update Windows, games with Windows Live. And I'm like, uh, no, but alright, fine. <laughs> uh, no thank you. It's still loading. I don't. Mine is loaded, but now I have to sign on my live ID, which is that. Oh, I'll, you, you remember my profile. Something it's that. just showing the goddamn splash screen, and the splash screen's not going away. Uh-oh, it hits you. God damn it. 
Um, yeah, the marketplace is the update's most notable feature, bringing you with the ability to purchase downloadable content within the game itself. Ooh. So if you suddenly feel like picking up the Street Fighter 4 Brawler pack while you're in the middle of a game, it'll all be right there, which is basically saying, hey, look, we've caught up to Xbox Live. Um, yeah, so let's see. There's add-ons, demos, videos, games, played live games. Let's see what's under games. Uh, Quantum Solace, three items. Let's see what's under that. Uh, is there any, like, actual software? Uh, demo and two videos for Quantum Solace. Let's see Street Fighter 4. Like, can I buy, like, or do they have, like, um, I don't expect them to have the same Xbox Live content, but can I, do they have, like, say, uh, I don't know, Plants vs. Zombies on there? Uh, let's say they have two pages of games and they don't have Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, they have Dawn of War 2. Let's see what we have here. The entire game? Single player demo, video, 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 video. Uh, the Street Fighter 4 one was all add-ons, uh, the costumes. So it's really still baby stages. GTA 4, what do we have? Video, 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 video. So, yeah, yeah. Fallout 3 Mothership Zeta, add-on. Batman Arkham Asylum, combat trailer, video. So there aren't any real games here. See, I, I, not to be redundant, you know, because I already have Steam, but I, I would really like for them to take that step. Me too. Because then I that mean, gives them their own power. People may <laughs> want to get uh, games from Windows Live and use that as their digital download, uh, digital distribution source. It's it's really funny because all these comments on the on the news article are all like PC gamers are stupid and shit, and I'm just like, all right. I mean, I got Street Fighter 4 for cheaper than you did, and I'm enjoying it just fine, so, you know, you can suck my balls. <laughs> but, um, balls. And I, I, I really want to see them take that next step. It's funny because I bought Street Fighter, I bought Street Fighter 4 on Steam, which in and of itself was basically what games for Windows should have been mm-hmm. to start with because with all the community stuff. Right. When I bought Street Fighter 4, it installs games for Windows. Yeah, that's, that's so what happened like, with me with the... Uh... Um, you know, I downloaded Dawn of War demo, Dawn of War 2 from Steam, but it's like, in addition to downloading the game, you must download and install Games Windows Live. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, now I'm online with two different things, but at the same time, I kinda like that. It's, it's, it sounds stupid, because it's basically a, a community service on top of a community service, and it makes no sense, but at the same time, it's like, alright, well, I have friends on Steam. I have friends on XBLA and Games for Windows Live. So if I'm playing on Steam and it shows that I'm playing a game and you're not on Xbox but you decide to hop on the left for dead and you're like, oh, dude's playing Street Fighter 4. Let me play against him. Or you're on Xbox Live and you can see that I'm playing Street Fighter 4 on my PC and you say, let me hop onto my PC and play Street Fighter 4 with him. Mm-hmm. And I guess I guess this would all be solved with like a unified login for every single community out there. But for the time being, that's, that's kind of cool. You know, sure. like, and like, actually, I, I, I'm now thinking about it and considering like if, if I were in a, if I were in a position where I was playing a lot of games, like if I had a week off or something, mm-hmm. I would keep both of them on at the same time so I could see what everyone's doing. Sure. Um, and despite all this like backwards ass shit that took like a long time for it to get to the place where it was, I, I, I kind of like that little familiar noise when you press the home button on your 360 or the home key on your keyboard and it brings up the menu and just goes, and you can flip through the screens and it sounds the same and it's familiar and it feels like Xbox Live, you know? It does that in Games Windows Live? Yeah, when you press the home button, the thing pops out and it makes that little noise that 
You know how when you press the uh, home button? I know. And like the it goes it goes, it just goes like whew, that little noise. Yeah. Same thing. Like cool. You press the home button. But you know what I mean? It's like I I honestly it really should have been what Steam was from the start in terms of not only offering like content but something that just kind of sits in the background. Mm-hmm. And doesn't take up too much shit. You know, and and I think I think that's what it is now. Let me try logging in. Like you, you, so so basically, you didn't have to sign into a game, right? You just logged in. Yeah, I just logged in with my um, live ID. I think honestly, the next step that they need to do is integrate it into Seven. They Windows probably 7. will. They didn't. Or it, or I don't. They, there don't have know. been no reports about that that I've read. Mm-hmm. They they all talk about the taskbar and like the, the 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 arrow preview and all that shit, but they don't say anything about the uh, games for Windows Live. I think it should be integrated into it. It needs to be part of the OS. And I know that people, oh, Monopoly, Monopoly. You can install Steam if you want to. That's okay. Right. Like, I've gotten I've I've gotten past my phase of saying Microsoft is the devil because they're Monopoly. You know that was that was, that was my post teenage angst because I was <laughs> a teenager at that point. But you know what I mean? Like it yep. for it to work well, it should be part. It should just sit there in the corner in your system tray. You know. And if you wanted to turn it off, you could, but it shouldn't be something that like that comes separately. Um, yeah, that's yeah. it. Do you use it a lot? Do I use it a lot? Like, I assume that you'd have to use it for the Dawn of War thing, but like, I'm, do you play I it a lot? I actually removed Dawn of War demo. Uh, <laughs> I that was the first time I turned that thing on ever. Uh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> um, but here's the next news story. This is uh, uh, this is kind of a segue because Microsoft's summer update is listing the games on demand that you can install or download to your hard drive. Um, Pete wanted to talk about this one. Uh, basically, here is the article from Steve Watts on OneUp.com, and Microsoft has sent out a press release on the upcoming summer update. For the most part, it outlines many of the features we already knew about. Including more movie choices, branded avatar clothing, teasing plans for the future like Facebook integration. One juicy bit of information, though, is a new list of planned titles for the Games On Demand service. The roster is made up of mostly older titles. Some of them are big names, though, that might be worth picking up if you missed them. This does not account for the full more than 30 games promised with the launch of the service, so at least a few more should be available on launch day. Check below for the full list. Assassin's Creed, Burnout Paradise, Call of Duty 2, Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, Fight Night Round 3, Cameo Elements of Power, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, Mass Effect, Meet the Robinsons, MX vs. ATV Untamed, Need for Speed Carbon, Need for Speed Most Wanted, Perfect Dark Zero, Prey, Rockstar Games Presents Table Tennis, Sega Rally, Test Drive Unlimited, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas, Tomb Raider Legend, Viva Pinata, Viva Pinata 2, Trouble in Paradise, and Dinner Dog. Sorry, that was from The Simpsons. Um, Pete says, Key points for me being, why the fuck are they releasing both Viva Pinatas when the sequel has everything in the first one plus more? Oblivion should be the Game of the Year edition with all the DLC. I realize Microsoft wants to still sell that DLC, but at this point they should just sell the full package since Game of the Year is probably cheaper pre-owned. Will saves and character data be transferable between retail and digital copies of the games like Mass Effect? And what about when Mass Effect 2 comes out and uses saved data? They answered and that. I also just, huh? They answered that. I'll, I'll give an answer to that later. Okay. And I just also question the choice of some games being on there that I, that I, some games being on there at all, but I guess more choice is always better. What games would you guys buy that you may have skipped before or rebuy and replay if you had traded them in after finishing the retail copies? Personally, I'd definitely buy Dead Rising if it shows up on there and maybe Viva Pinata 2, since I love the original, but, they, but I never played the sequel and no longer own the original. Also, if Skate 2 showed up there, I'd probably get it since that's another sequel I never got around to. I might consider a game like Bad Company, which I looked over at retail. Oh, by the way, Pete's not with us because he got a job that has very strenuous hours. So um, we're going to try to work out a different schedule where he can join us again. So stay tuned on that. But yeah, there's Pete's contribution to the episode. What was your answer? Um, apparently, 
they have developed a system with the new NXE that uh, better manages saves and IDs such that when you um, install a game to the hard drive or uh, if you de delete a game and then put it back onto your Xbox, it won't lose your save. And I think okay. that they had done that with the intention of like games that use saves from previous games uh, that they can identify them. I, I was trying to find it. I know I read it on Kotaku. It was something from uh, Major Nelson. But um, they did say that this, the save issue is something that is being managed with the new update. Okay, cool. Um, as for why Viva Pinata and Viva Pinata 2 are both on there, um, well, I think he pretty, he pretty much answered his own question because what I would say is he said more choice. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's like it's the same thing plus more. And the same question, I would, I would say, why did they bother putting Street Fighter 2 out there? when Street Fighter 2 Turbo exists on the Wii Virtual Console. Right, My answer to that choice. is It's choice, but it's also like... Well, the first thing is that, obviously, they are putting out Street Fighter 2 first, right. letting you wait, and then putting out Street Fighter 2 Turbo, all because they want to milk the cash out of you, which is, you know, fine. But the other side of that is, in terms of Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 had certain move priorities and certain things that got fixed in Turbo. And some of the crazy-ass motherfuckers out there want to be able to pull off Guile's, like, four fierce, di like, re-dizzy combo. That right. I think they took out of Street Fighter Turbo. You know what I mean? There's certain, th like, why, then why in Street Fighter Alpha 3, why bother putting old Zangief in there? Because you remember how you could choose between Street Fighter 2 version and Street Fighter Alpha 2 version and mm -hmm. then Street Fighter Turbo or whatever? It's like, why? Yeah, well, it was because the some uh, people... A version, the X version, and the C version or something like that. Vism, Aism, and yeah. Xism, or something. V but it, it's like that's why. And then in Street Fighter Two, uh, it was Super Street Fighter Two Turbo uh, for one of the consoles. I think it might have been X. I'm not sure. There was a code that you could put in so that you could choose the Street Fighter Two version yep. of that character without the. Without the, the bar. I'm sorry. The, su the Super Street Fighter Two version without the bar. Yep. So it's and like, they have all the the gameplay mechanics yeah. of that yeah. version as well. And. Don't ask me, but some people want that, and mm -hmm. it's fine. And, like, honestly, if you don't want Viva Pinata, don't buy it. Buy two, but don't buy the first one. You don't have to. I mean, they're not making you. Right. I mean, I'm sure um, that there's got to be something in Viva Pinata that uh, makes it separate. I mean, Viva Pinata, is it a sandbox game, or does it actually have a, a, a plot to it, something that differentiates I think it's, it? I think it's mostly sandbox, but I think also it's like, let's say I have, uh, like, right now I have Viva Pinata. I don't have two. But mm -hmm. I still have Viva Pinata unopened. If you said, Austin, I want to play Viva Pinata 2 with you, I said, I don't have it. You say, you know what? I'll just give Viva Pinata 1 then. Because then we could play Viva Pinata together. That's true. So I don't know. And, and maybe Viva Pinata 1 will be cheaper on the download service. I don't know. It's not. I think it's not. All the, well, I don't know. Let me not say that. I thought all the games were going to be $15, but uh, I don't know if that's the case either. Right. Um, newsflash from Al, who just sent me this link, and I think I owe it to people to read this because I've been bitching about the 360 hard drive. It's almost a year old. Yeah. Um, this is from September 26, 2008. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Upgrading Your Xbox 360's Hard Drive Xbox 360's Hard Drive on the Cheap. This is from PC World <coughs> by Zach Stern. Um, and there, it looks like there is a, an article. Okay, you'll need a DOS installation. Oh, it's a hack. Yeah, it's a hack. Uh, let's see. I'm... Yeah, I'm sure that by now people have forgot this hack, but it's still a useful article. Look, um, Google PC World and upgrade your Xbox 360's 
hard drive on the cheap, Zach Stern, and you should find it. Um, I'm going to take a look at this later, but it is. I thought it might have been something like the PlayStation one, where it was, like, simple. Oh, but no, yeah, no, it, it's a mod. you got to open up the, the, the drive enclosure, take out the old yeah, drive, put in a new drive. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. The reason why I'm a little bit less enthused about this is only because I don't know if this means that um, if they can detect that, an Xbox Live will issue an update, and then you can't, like... You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll talk to you later about that. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, but I mean, it, it's a hack. It's out there. You can do it, but it's not as easy as a PlayStation. It's not as guaranteed as a PlayStation, one, I guess. I don't know, um, but still useful. Anyway, uh, moving. Uh, any more thing? Any more to discuss on the uh, games on demand list per Pete's request? Um, there was something I was gonna say. Oh, what, ga- what games would we get? Um, uh, I wouldn't get any of them. I would get. Um, well, I wanted to get Mass Effect for PC, but like they say, it crashes a whole hell of a lot. Oh, it does. Cause I, I have it, the Steam version, but I only played like. They probably updated it. I would rather have Mass Effect on on PC. Um, I would uh, if it were cheap enough. I'd rebuy Tomb Raider Legend. I did enjoy that game, and I liked having it. I would buy. Um, I would give Table Tennis a shot. If it was like eight dollars or five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would. Um, I would get the complete saga since I don't have it. Lego Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you probably and, back that game for like ten dollars now. I don't. Yeah, know. but I I would also weigh the the benefits of having it on my hard drive and not really caring about having the box. Right. You know, like Star Wars. I don't like some games. I I do care about having the box. That I don't want. I kind of don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I would be tempted to try Test Drive Unlimited, except Burnout Paradise exists, so there's no reason for that. True. That was supposed to be like an MM. That was supposed to be like a a, a constant state like. Massively multiplayer driving game, like not massively multiplayer, but like you could see people driving by you. A by persistent the island. driving game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, oh, um, I know what I was gonna say. No, I didn't. Um, so I'll just say this: <laughs> most of these games I either already have or wouldn't want to pay fifteen dollars for, and on top of that, I would need to buy a new hard drive anyway. Right. Well, uh, here, here. I, I mean, I'm thinking the hypothetical is that we do have a new hard drive. So, yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, next one is GameStop appoints digital media head. I think uh, you guys remember from a couple of episodes ago, or maybe a couple months ago, we were talking about how uh, um, uh, Dan DiMatteo was all like, you know, oh yeah, we don't like one. He was like, we don't see them as a threat. Digital distribution as a threat. And then he was like, we don't think that it's a viable market until 2020. Um, but I think he's wisened up by, with this is, and and named somebody the as the quote new general manager of digital media which is an entirely new position in the company. The guy's name is Chris Petrovich. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is a smart move. I think that they need to do this. I, they, he, I know that, you know, as, 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 as the figurehead of a company, you need to exude confidence. You need to exude, like, we're not worried about this because we're, we've gotten it taken care of. But, I mean, this shit is coming. And, and I, I think it's good that he finally – and maybe he's not going to call it an admission of defeat. I don't think it's an admission of defeat because I would still buy games in boxes. <clears throat> but it's, you know, it's... A, I didn't expect him to do this. Let's put it that way. I didn't expect him to do this so soon after he said, we don't see it as a viable market. True. You know? So I think, you know, as much as we can say fuck GameStop, I think it's about time that they did this, and it's good. Um, I think they need to establish themselves as a, you know, as a distributor of digital content and, fi- and just figure out a way to do it. Like, whether it be, you know, through their website or if they want to give you, an in, like, a little install like Steam. Like, I know that introduces all whole, a whole slew of problems. Like, why now I have to install, like, the Penny Arcade shit. I have to install the Steam thing. I have to install Games from Windows Live. Blah, 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 blah. 
So, I, I mean, I don't know, but it's about time, basically. Um, I mean, yeah. what do you think they would try to do with this? I think they're going to try and find a way to sell used digital games. Oh, shit. <laughs> that would fucking suck. That would no, no, actually, no, that wouldn't. You know what? No, that wouldn't suck. I mean, the way they would probably handle it would suck, but I do like the opportunity to say, hey, look, I, want, I don't want this shit anymore. You take it. Like, it's all about choice. Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I th- that's a good point. I, I, I took that as a joke, but <laughs> it is a joke. But still, uh, it, it, it if it be... did happen, I'd be like, I caught it. <laughs> did you know that? Um, apparently, and Ethan said this actually when we were meeting up once for 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 some other discussion. The Sims Three, mm-hmm. uh, has a deregistration uh application or not not a deregistration like thing that. When you uninstall the game from your PC, you can deregister it and then give the code to someone else, and so they can install it. And and you know what I mean. So it's basically like if I wanted to sell my my copy, my digital copy of The Sims Three on on eBay, mm-hmm. I could give you the code and you could take it. Oh wow! I think I have to clarify with him on how that works, but that's the first I've heard of it. So and and I think that would be valuable. I think they need to start doing that. But of course, of course, manufacturers don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, next thing. Uh, wow, this is a lot of Microsoft shit, huh? Yeah. Uh, Xbox 360 introduces PayPal. To pay for shit. Which I think is okay. It's a, it's an option for people who um, who don't want to pay cash for shit, I guess. <laughs> I think this is great, but my thing about this is that I want, and this is not going to happen, which is why it's kind of disappointing, I want them to quit their funny money points bullshit, and I know they're doing it for a reason, but for my own sanity's sake. Be like, you can either pay for this with 600 Microsoft points, or you can pay through it with PayPal. You don't like have to buy the points. Not yes, adding do- points, just buy the fucking Directly. PayPal. Yes, yeah. directly. That's what I want. You know, because I know the PlayStation Store does the same thing, but at least the, all their shit is in, like, money and Yeah, not it's points. in real cash. Because I, I, before, um, no, actually, I think I still have 14 points on my, yeah. uh, <laughs> he's yawning, yeah, that's right, yawns, um, tell me how my yawn tastes, like uh, chicken, yeah, uh, I have, yeah. uh, 14 points lingering on my Xbox, um, Xbox, my Microsoft points, uh, I don't know how it happened, I think it was just due to buying some shit. Uh, maybe I bought some shit off of Zoom, which of course is like, um, oh no, it's 89 point, uh, 80 points, not 79 points, but who knows. I have XXX 14 points. Actually, it's just one X, but who cares. Right. Um, it's like, how the fuck did I get 14? How do you get 14? Like, oh, right, I bought like a one point thing or something. Right, and I can't buy anything for 14 points. I can't even buy anything for like 8 points, so fuck. But yeah, I mean, I... It's one of those things where it comes up and you're like, yeah, oh, because you know they're not going to do it. Right. You know they're not going to, you know, say, yeah, we're in- integrate that. And that just, uh, just kind of takes the wind out of the sails. But I do think that it would be useful for people who are like, hey, look, um, I have access to a bank account. Um, I don't have a credit card, though. Um, I'd like to buy this downloadable content. What can you do for me? Can't do shit, bitch. Oh, uh-huh. wait, now we can. You know, so that that's good. Yeah. I mean, and they they and and Plunkett outlines that with the actually outlines that exact thing at the bottom of this. He says, "Those with credit cards may wonder what all the fuss is about, but those without to those without them will be sh- uh, this will be sh- yeah, but those without <laughs> them will be surely appreciative of the move." So there you go. Um, and this is the final. Uh, do you have anything more to say, or can we move on to the final one? Move on to the final one. 
So this is the final story we have, and it was just something I found that was interesting about the Wii Motion Plus. Um, it, and, you know, I'm going to start off with the cynical, this is what it should have done in the first place, to just get that out of the way. But uh, one of the biggest frustrations, I'm sure, for both of us is, hey, look, my pointer went off the screen while I was playing... Um, Conduit. Conduit, or first-person <laughs> shooter, or whatever. And now I'm, like, Okami. going spazoid. Um, so, Okami... <laughs> <laughs> um, Steven Totello actually went to a Red Steel 2 event um, in New York, and um, they demoed it for him, and he basically said, look, Wii Motion Plus is required for this game. What does it do that I should care about? Mm-hmm. And so what he did was he, um, he, actually, he actually intentionally moved the reticle or, or pointed the Wii remote away from the screen. And so he, let, me, let me actually read what happened here. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Okay. Blah, 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 basement blah, blah. floor. This is all happening in basement floor. Without without Wii Motion Plus, I couldn't do this. Uh, he's talking about uh, Jason Vandenberg, who is who's one of the one of the team leads on this project on Red Steel Two. He says mm-hmm. without Wii Motion Plus, I couldn't do this. He said with the remote now in his hand and me observing, he pointed the Wii remote at the screen as if to shoot. Then he moved his arm, pointing the remote towards the left side of the screen. Then he turned it more until it wasn't pointing at the TV anymore. Wii first-person shooter owners know what Vandenberg's gesture would normally cause. The Wii sensor bar would lose track of the Wii remote's pointer, causing the game's first-person camera to either keep turning uncontrollably, or the camera would stop. This would be a frustration for players who were just trying to turn, and had turned a tad too much. Either way, the gamer would then have to point back at the screen to get the remote noticed again. But, when Vandenberg removed his remote away from the TV, something different happened. The camera in the game did keep turning... But as Vandenberg turned his hand and the remote back to the TV, the camera swiveled back with him. Motion Plus had taken over for the remote's pointer. The Wii never locked, lost track of its player. And t- to me, like, that's something that I never would have thought they would use it for. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a very and basic behind-the-scenes kind of thing. It's a very, yeah, it's a very basic, very small behind-the-scenes kind of thing that, like, people listening to this would be like, Dude, what the fuck, man? Who cares? Who cares? Try playing a first-person shooter on Wii for once and, like, try being terrible at it. Like, I'm not because I'm awesome. But, like, try not understanding how it works and then see how frustrating it is. Like, a lot of, the pe- a lot of people I-, 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 I gather who would be turned off on Wii first-person shooters is, is that-, that thing. That swiveling and, like, losing track of the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because honestly, once you become accustomed to it, it's not a problem. Like, for me, it's not a problem. But, like, it can get hairy if you don't know what you're doing, and so that's a, that's a boon. Um, and just, it, it leads into to more... For me, at least, where if you, if you can if it can kind of keep track of you decently enough like that after you're not even pointing at the screen, think of what other functions in terms of like uh, just just gameplay mechanics that it could do instead of just being like a buffer to to, to as like a bug fix. You know what I mean? Um, like to be able to move stuff without like to po- maybe to point at stuff without having to point at the screen. It's probably not that accurate, but you could kind of see how how maybe you could take advantage of that. I don't mm-hmm. know. You 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 know code. I don't. So somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Um, I didn't read the second thing that it did. Actually, did you? Uh... Uh, yeah, I read that. What it does is, um, the motion plus actually allows you to switch between gun and sword on the fly by moving your okay. arm in a vigorous manner. <coughs> oh, like unsheathing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm seeing it now. I see it now. Yeah. And then the gun comes back when you start aiming again. 
Okay, let's see. It's a sword fight. This is swing arm in real life of the game. Sword combat, blah, 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 blah. In Red Steel 2, the switch from gunplay to sword isn't activated by a button. There's no weapons toggle. The change is activated by the rapidity of arm movement. The gun is the game's default, but swing your arm sharply and the sword comes out. And it stays out until the remote is leveled and shots are again ready to be fired. Huh. Um, my only concern is how you can control your point of view when you're fighting. Yeah, I don't know. It it might be um I don't know I guess it it might be cool intuitive if you could control your point of view with the nunchuck the accelerometer on that but I don't know. Oh, I like this first comment by Sandwiches because it perfectly mimics why I'm still upset that Nintendo was all like, oh, 480p is fine, and mm -hmm. I'm still upset about that. He says, lag kills anything the Wii does, even the Wii Motion Plus. It's not made to be played on an HD TV. It's awesome on a CRT. But who the hell has those anymore? Come on, Nintendo, high def that thing already. I agree. Mm -hmm. I hate to be cynical about this, but I agree. I'm sorry. Like I tried playing, um, what was it? the Conduit. You tried playing it on my TV. I don't know how well you fared, but like even in game mode where they don't upscale, like I still felt the lag and it was still annoying. I don't recall. I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but for me it was there, and I'm like, this is unacceptable. Nintendo made a mistake. Sorry, but um. It says that Red Steel 2 will be bundled with it, thank God. Yeah. As it has to be. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe this yeah. game will actually be good, unlike the first one. Uh, let's not talk about did, I, did I ever let you play the first one, or did I just show I it to you? I never played the first one. I, if oh, I could goodness. find it for like four bucks, I'd get it. <laughs> four bucks wasted, my friend! But, you know, know, for amusement's sake, let's it's see. worth it. Game <clears throat> How much do they sell Red Steel? Red Steel is for... Dun dun dun! Fadala! Oh wait, Russell is trading by. Oh, it's not for sale yet. Um, but they traded in for five dollars and twenty-five cents. Where? eBay. Oh, that's GameFly. Okay. Uh, Red Steel eBay is dun 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 six dollars and fifty-one cents and up. That's not terrible. That's hey, not terrible. Red Steel, buy new for twenty bucks on Amazon. No thanks. No, seven ninety nine. Buy it now, nine ninety nine. Holy shit! No more heroes is seventeen dollars. Red Steel Wii, one dollar. Buy it now for four dollars. I get it. <laughs> Let me oh see. boy, what's the what's the shipping? Four ninety five. The shipping is more than the game. Yeah, so you're gonna wind up paying nine bucks <laughs> for. I mean, nine dollars with the shipping included. Cause it, you know, it's not an overcharge on priority mail because priority mail, I think, is still is four sixty. Yeah, huh? <clears throat> it's four sixty if you do it online. Four sixty. Yeah. So then it's twenty thirty five cent upcharge, which is I I wouldn't hold that against the the shipper. Uh, wow. If I could win it in five hours for one dollar, and then do the four ninety five, I'd be justified. It's North Carolina, so I'd probably get it by next Thursday. Yeah, I should just do it for the hell of it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it for the hell of it. One dollar. <laughs> you gonna get red steel? Yes. I'm gonna get red steel. If I get it, you know I'm gonna talk about it. Red steel for one dollar. You will feel shipping. my pain. Yeah, let's see. Hey, you. Diamond. I'm going to teach you a lesson about private property. <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> Fucking douche. One. God. Wait, wait. One dollar. Play bit. It's really funny because there was some TV show that I was watching. I can't remember if it was like. I can't remember what it was, okay. but someone was in like gangland, like an SA gangland, and like it was a cop or something. And he was, you know, he was he was, yeah, <laughs> he was like walking up the guy's front lawn. And the front was like, "Hey man, 
why don't I teach you something about trespassing private property, SA? And I was just like, <laughs> that's what Red Steel should have been! That's what it should have been! Oh, man. And, but it wasn't! And I'm sad. Find more items from the same seller. Better by now. Shaq Fu, Super Nintendo. One cent. Mech Warrior. <laughs> Mech Warrior 3050, Super Shaq. Nintendo. One cent. Hey, Kobe. Tell Kicks me how my Genesis tastes. <laughs> Kicks for Game Boy, which is actually a pretty okay game for one cent. Buy it now for a dollar. Iridion oh. 3D, one cent. Buy it now, two dollars. Wow. For a cent, that's a good game. I played that game. It's not great, but it's not that terrible either. Yeah. It, it's it worth does. A cent. It's a tech demo. Great tech demo. Iridian 3D2 actually, Iridian 2 is actually pretty decent. Mm -hmm. Like you can see shades of how they moved from that into Nanostray. Yeah. Um, Nanostray 2 is the shit. Nanostray 2 is the hard. Nanostray <laughs> 2 is so much better than Nanostray 1. Like, yeah. Yes, I haven't been playing that, but I have played that in the past. So they. Played it in Jamaica. Tell me how my jerk chicken tastes. Okay. Uh, I think we've run the course on this one. Uh, do you have any closing comments? Remarks, um, donations. I am the, currently the highest bidder on Wed Steel for one dollar. <laughs> Five Great. hours and twenty-one minutes remaining. Nice. You keep me posted there, big locks. For real. Um, well, when you're off the podcast, where can we actually find you so we can adore your guitar hair and uh, your yes, videos? You can find me at xlm2k.blogspot.com. I uploaded a video from. The Rocaforte uh, Make Music New York show that was on the first day of summer, June 21st. Um, mm. I uploaded just one video, but we have other videos on our uh, Rocaforte Facebook page. Rocaforte! Which is uh, facebook.com slash R-O-C-A-F-U-E-R-T-E Musica, M-U-C-I, M-U-S-I-C-A. Um, and then you can also find me on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash XLM2K. Yay! Uh, you can find Pete on Facebook.com slash R-Y-V-V-N. Uh, you can find our Twitter, where I update on the podcast, like, when we post it and all that shit. Uh, I'm uh, Twitter.com slash Mr. Chupon, and I have to see if that's with an O or a zero. I can't remember. That's kind of pathetic. Man. Tell me how much universe Well, some people take the O one. Oh, they do. But I'm supposed to be the... the, the the O one. Oh and so right, and you convert it to the zero one, and I keep thinking that the zero one is the standard one. Some of them are zeros, and some of them are O's. It depends on, like my, you know. Yeah, it depends on where you are. Who you Twitter, why don't you sign in? Twitter hasn't been signing in very well. Um, Twitter got hit by a, a dot. By the DO, DOS, yeah, I know, but I, I didn't know if it was still going. Let's turn on Mr. Chupon. All right, well, my Twitter is the uh, I, I I didn't lo bother logging in. I just went to my page. Yeah. Uh, it's. It's Mr. Chupon with an O, not a zero. So twitter.com slash M-R-C-H-U-P-O-N. Um, so I'll, I always update the RSS feed, and when I update it, I post on, on, on the Twitter to let you guys know when the episode's up, um, besides blogging it. And don't forget, you can email us somewhere. Where can they email us, Al? Mailbag at trygames.net. That can be spelled M-A-I-L-B-A-G or M-A-L-E-B-A-G if you like them like that. Jingle, jangle, jangle. Mailbag. It's um, um, DrFishyPants.com, friend of the show, friend of the site, uh, fellow freelancer at GameSpot, uh, look at his stuff, he's a doctor, he will save your life, unless you don't read his blog, in which case he shouldn't save your life, but he probably will because he's a better person than I am. Um, and Slunks, Slunks is around, but since he hasn't been around, um, we will let you find him yourself. You probably know him better than you know us anyway, so it doesn't matter, because mm -hmm. 
we suck. But we're better than you, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, for Al. Uh, hmm, Spider-Man is pink in Revenge uh, Shinobi. Not cool for Pete, who contributed via his email to us. Uh, Iron was awesome. And Ron from the face. <laughs> He's yawning. Yeah, that's right. Yawns. Um, Tell me how my yawn tastes like chicken. Uh...